Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to VMB, the voice of Manhattan business, brought to you by the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Bruce Hurwitz. You can find me on the web at either hsstaffing.com or fishhookbooks.com. I hope everyone will be able to join me this coming Wednesday at noon, when my guest will be Isaac Rodriguez from Provident Loan Society of New York. We will be discussing alternate sources of funding. To learn about our future shows, please visit our website, www.thevoiceofmanhattanbusiness.com. And please remember to visit the events page on the Chamber's website, www.manhattancc.org, to learn about upcoming events on the Chamber's calendar. I am delighted today to be joined by Frank Bestone from Pinnacle Tours. We will be discussing river cruising. Please remember The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the participants and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. If you have any questions, feel free to call in. The number is 805-243-1301, and after you are connected, dial 1 so that I know you have a question to ask. Frank, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bruce. Glad to be here. Well, I'm excited because, as I told you, this is a unique topic which we've never discussed before. So let's begin. Why don't you tell us about yourself and your company? Sure. Uh, I was uh, born and raised uh, in the Bronx, and uh, I went to Iona College, got a marketing degree. I was in retailing for a little bit, and then I uh, got my MBA in information systems, and I was there in information systems for about 35 years as a software development manager for uh, Merrill Lynch, NBC, GE, and Aetna. Um, and then in um, G- January of 2013, um, I um, basically fulfilled my lifelong dream of becoming an entrepreneur, and I founded uh, Pinnacle Trips. I thought at the time uh, there wasn't enough uh, you know, travel agents. A lot of the travel agents have, have gone away retired, uh, but there's, I think there's such a need for that right now, especially in river cruises, because there's uh, a lot, there are a certain number of choices and destinations, and I guide my clients to, you know, select the right uh, cruise line for them, um, and uh, so um, I am a certified river cruise specialist. Um, I also sell uh, ocean uh, cruises as well as all-inclusive resorts, uh, and I have a river cruise blog uh, on my website, the Pinnacle Trips. Dot com, and uh, I'm a member of CLIA, which is the Cruise Line International Association. Well, thank you. Now, what are river cruises? Are we just talking about trips around Manhattan, the island, obviously, or is there sure. more to it than that? Uh, no, Bruce, uh, it's not like uh, the Circle Line or the Staten Island Ferry. Um, basically, there are luxury cru- river cruises uh, in the U.S., uh, Europe, and Southeast Asia. Uh, in the U.S., we have uh, American Cruise Lines, which actually goes up the, uh, the Mississippi from, say, New Orleans to Memphis or St. Louis. And in the Northwest, uh, we also have uh, the Lewis and Clark uh, cruise uh, that goes to the uh, Columbia Snake Rivers, as well as uh, south- in the southeast and, and New England in, in the U.S. And right here, actually, in New York, we have a uh, Hudson River cruise for the fall foliage uh, that happens uh, every year, and they get—they probably are the first ones uh, booked in the U.S. Uh, they're they're very very popular. Um, and then in Europe, we have the uh, the Danube, um, 
uh, that visits uh, Germany, the Bavarian region of Germany. Uh, it goes to uh, Vienna, uh, Budapest, and um, it's a seven-day seven or ten-day cruise based on if you want to stay in Prague uh, prior to the prior to or after the cruise. Um, and uh, also in Europe, we have the Rhine, which uh, you um, you visit castles and, and vineyards uh, along the, the Seine River. Uh, and the the other one is just a, a, a sampling, uh, Paris uh, to Normandy uh, beaches is also a very popular one, and the exotic river cruises uh, are in the Southeast Asia, uh, which uh, include uh, Vietnam and Cambodia. And the you river cruising it? is act- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, finish that. Yeah, I'm just going to say river cruising is actually the fastest growing segment in the travel industry today. Uh, they're building more and more sh- uh, ships, uh, in, in, especially in Europe and uh, also here uh, in the United States, but it's, more, uh, uh, it's actually more popular in, in Europe. Years ago, in a previous life, I was a fundraiser, and uh-huh. we did a charity auction, and one of the, can't say prizes, one of the gifts, one of the items that we auctioned off was a uh, Mediterranean cruise. Okay. And it included, I, I remember that the um, starting uh, point was uh, was Portugal. I forget where exactly. But okay. to and from Portugal. And there was a, it included a ticket from Lisbon back to New York. But it didn't include travel, the, the flight from New York to Lisbon. Now, the gentleman who bought the ticket n- was pretty certain that, that was how it worked because he'd been sure. on cruises before. Is it exactly. the same for you with a European cruise? It's just the river; it's not the transportation there and back. Um, no, we provide the, uh, the whole package. Uh, we provide a, a transportation, uh, the air transportation, as well as um, the river cruise. And then some of my clients uh, stay uh, before either before the river cruise or after the river cruise. Maybe say in Paris or in uh, say Budapest. So we provide all of the transfers, and, and we work with the uh, the river cruise lines. Uh, some of them have their own um, air uh, departments, um, and sometimes they run, you know, pretty you know pretty good specials uh, for for airfare. Uh, and so we you know we work with cru- river river cruise lines as well as the my air consolidators uh, that I have availability for. Actually. Now, besides besides the obvious, how do these crews differ from, let's say, ocean cruises? Yeah, on ocean cruises, uh, uh, pretty much the, the you have about uh, in, with a range of say 2,500 to maybe up to 5,000 passengers. Um, the river cruises are, are you know, a lot smaller; uh, they're more intimate. Um, you have between 140 and 180 passengers. Um, the other good thing about river cruising is you actually you dock right in right in the you know the quaint towns and villages. Uh, you could walk you know walk in town. Uh, they um, you, they also have biking as well. If you're an active a traveler, you could take a uh, a bike from one port to the next if you like, and you just you know ride along the river, and you could you know do, do some stops, you know stop at some vineyards or some other tour uh, tour sites, uh, and then pick up the, um, the the river cruise at the next port. If they're close, that's how that's how close they are. Um, as well as uh, there, a lot of them are all inclusive, so it includes uh, wine and beer at lunch. Uh, they include shore excursions. Um, some uh, upscale uh, lines include uh, cocktails, uh, gratuities, and even butler service. 
Um, and uh, they all have all, you know, themed, themed river cruises like they have wine tastings in the south of France or beer tastings in Germany, uh, Christmas markets in Germany, and tulip time in the spring in Holland. Now, ocean cruises are usually in the news when something goes wrong. On the other hand, I've never heard of an epidemic breaking out in a, on a river cruiser ship. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or the ship becoming disabled. Why? Sure. Um, the reason is, there, as I mentioned before, there are thousands of passengers on, on ocean cruises. And it, the, the norovirus, uh, it, it actually spreads where there's a, there's a lot of people in a small area. Uh, and so that's why it happens on, on the larger, cruises, you know, larger cruise ships. And um, the, uh, in the river cruise, you only have 150, uh, and, and there, there is no, uh, you know, uh, no report to that because they're just smaller ships, and they're probably uh, easy to maintain versus, you know, these, these larger ocean liners. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to point out is um, the norovirus is, is affiliated, kind of associated with cruise travel because the cruise lines are required by law to, uh, to report uh, every incident, but the same types of incidents are at hotels and resorts, they don't have to report. Um, and as far as the statistics are concerned, cruise, uh, cruise ships only account for like 1% of all norovirus uh, outbreaks. Um, and the, the other, you know, 64, 64, 65% are actually uh, noroviruses happen, happens in restaurants. So, um, so that's something I wanted kind of to bring out. I know we, there was a, there's a lot of bad press about you know cruise you know ocean cruises, but it uh, it's a you know it's a very rare event. But when it does happen, obviously you know it gets publicized. Sure, you've got thousands of people in a s- small area, and they want to right. get into a port, and well, mm-hmm. the local press you know is the, it goes back to the literally the olden days when the ship would have mm-hmm. a plague mm-hmm. on it, and they wouldn't be allowed near a port. Yes, so today it's not that bad, but it is right. news. Exactly. Now, talk to talk to us about river cruises as a venue for business meetings. Okay, um, yeah, a lot of more corporations are are looking at river cruises for their uh, for their for their meetings. Uh, it could be a um, a corporate uh, a corporate retreat for the executives, or it could be a corporate incentive meeting for you know the, the highest performing uh, employees that they have. Um, and they also have, um, and it, as I mentioned earlier, it's like it's an all all inclusive product, so they know exactly what the you know what the cost is going to be. If you, when they go to a resort or a hotel, there's always added charges. They add charges for the meeting rooms for you know all types of equipment and uh, and all of the some and, and the, the the catering and, and so on. Um, so and because of the because of its size, it's you know it's very uh, amenable to. You know some of the smaller uh, events that happen, you know, with with corporations, and the other thing that corporations they're also doing, and also professional associations like medical, dental, they actually um, they and they they basically chart charter the uh, charter the ship, and they have professional uh, seminars on there, uh, seminars they call them seminars uh, on the river, uh, and so they uh, and they the participants get continuing education credits. Uh, so that's just another way of, you know, you know, having their employees, uh, you know, get on get on the ships. And uh, and studies have shown that the meetings, the meetings such as these, you know, improve morale, productivity, employee retention, um, and it's a really a, a terrific return uh, on investment. Uh, 
Now, just a reminder, you're listening to the Voice of Manhattan Business. My guest today is Frank Bastone from Pinnacle Tours, and we're discussing river cruising. If you have any questions, feel free to call in. The number is 805-243-1301, and dial 1 when you are connected so that I know that you have a question. Please remember the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the participants and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. Frank, now let's look at river cruises as vacations. What's okay. special about them? Um, the special is, uh, the special is, as I said, they're really, they're really unique, um, and one could really, you know, immerse themselves in the destination. It's really all about the destination, um, and not so much the cruise itself, uh, because you, you know, you get to, uh, you know, walk and. And you know, walk the villages, taste the local food, um, you know, and the, the wines, the beers that that, that you know that are uh, famous for that region. Um, and the, one of the other nice things about it is it's really an authentic farm-to-table gourmet dining experience. Um, in, in some on some of the cruise lines, you actually uh, accompany the chef to go into the local markets, like for fish or meat, fresh vegetables, and local ingredients, and then he comes back. And he prepares he prepares that that night's uh, dinner uh, with pairing it with you know one of the one of the wines that are uh, popular in that region, uh, and then you you actually sit you sit at a, a, a chef's table, uh, and and then you have you have the meal that you shop for you know with with the chef, and a lot of people really uh, are uh, you know thrilled about this you know this type of experience, um, and. Um, the other thing is, so you, you, because it's, it's it's small, and you actually form a strong bond, you know, with the crew and your fellow passengers. Um, yeah, you know, over the week or so, or ten days or fourteen days, um, you, you know, you get to know them, uh, you know, on a you know a, you know a real personal level, and, and you actually want to take them all home because because you had such a great time. Um, and the other thing is now, uh, river cruises are now uh, catering to um, multi generational, uh, including children. Uh, Disney uh, just announced uh, earlier this year that they have a program called Adventures by Disney. Uh, they're in partnership with uh, Ama, Ama Waterways, which is a river cruise line. Uh, and what they do is they, they have special uh, activities to, you know, for children. Um, you know, say they go to a castle, they have lunch in a castle, they, um, they, they play some of the medieval games. Uh, so it's really catered to, to children. And they actually set up the, the river cruise that you have connecting staterooms, uh, so for, for a family of you know four, they can actually have you know you know two two staterooms that are connected. Um, and Tauk is another uh, company um, that does uh, multi generational uh, travel, and, and that, that 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 program is called Bridges, uh, and it's a it's a great opportunity and you know experience to uh, to share lifetime memories, uh, you know, with the children, with their parents, or or even their grandchildren. Uh, and the grandparents. So um, that's uh, that's that's actually been the the trend that they're going towards. Uh, more and more cruise lines are are doing that, uh, you know, with uh, multi generational uh, travel. I would think that all of the communities, be it a village, a town, a city, what have you, where the ship would st- would dock, these would all be ancient. So there would be a tremendous amount of history. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's that's that, that also is you know it's the you know, the education that, that you know a child or an adult basically are you know get 
you know, is 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 tremendous because you're you're right in the town. You you know you visit uh, you know all the all the sites. There are um, there are many you know historical sites. There you know there are you know cathedrals and uh, you know castles. Um, and so you really uh, you really you know get immersed in the you know in the in the destination itself. And uh, you get to talk you know you get to talk to the locals and most of the folks you know, do speak English uh, and they appreciate. Um, you know, when you you know you go shopping or you're going to a, you know a local restaurant, uh, that type of thing. So um, it's it's really it's really neat. On average, how much time would there be to um, visit the port? The the, the uh, yeah, I would say um, on average, they actually the river cruises actually stay in port overnight. Okay. Oh, okay. So a lot of the uh, you know a lot, most of the I would say uh, a big great majority of the ocean cruises they. You know, they leave at night and they go to a different port. Well, with river cruises, they actually stay overnight so that you could enjoy the the nightlife there. Um, uh, for instance, uh, you could uh, attend a uh, when I was I was I took a river cruise on the Danube, uh, and we, uh, we 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 stayed in Vienna overnight, and then we went to a you know a special concert just for just for the cruise line, and we, we you know we saw a uh, you know the uh, a concert a recital, uh, you know. They had some, you know, sopranos, opera singers, uh, and it was really, really, a, you know, a terrific experience in one of the opera houses in, you know, in Vienna. Um, and they would have, you know, had traditional dances uh, and that type of thing. Um, so, um, and uh, in Budapest, they uh, they take you to a, you know, one of the one of the uh, peaks overlooking the uh, the river in, uh, in 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 on the Danube uh and the 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 lights that that are in Budapest are phenomenal I was really impressed uh at night they have the the chain bridge with the the Budapest parliament in the background it's just uh it's really an awesome uh and very memorable experience I would think another difference between a river cruise and an ocean cruise would be the weather bad weather on a river has got to be a lot better than bad Weather on the ocean. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, the uh, the rivers, um, you know, they're 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 relatively shallow, so you don't you know you don't have you know any storm you know stormy uh, you don't have any um, uh, you know rocking rocking of the boat uh, uh, and that type of thing. So there is a, it's relatively calm. You go through you know several uh, locks you know you know in 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 the river and that type of thing. So it's very smooth and it's, it's very shallow. So there's no uh, no seasickness at all on on river cruising. Now, most Americans don't use up their vacation time. That's been very well documented. Do you believe that's a bad thing, a good thing? How would you, obviously, you'd want Americans to take vacations and Sure. River yeah, um, yeah, I would say the, well, I, I come How from a corporate How do you get them back- to do it? Yeah, I know, uh, and I come from a corporate background, so uh, I'm, you know, I'm very close to the situation. And I was a manager, and so I had folks that were taking vacation. And you just need to plan it, plan it out. If you have projects coming up, you know, make sure that you have folks that could cover other people, uh, you know, on that particular project. And uh, but I, I always encourage them to take to take time uh, because they really, you, you know, you really need to, you know, recharge your batteries and spend some more time with your family, uh, you know, your life is too short and you need to uh you know you know take some time to and get away. Um but you know the um is about I would say the um you know employees, you know the American employees, they actually lost uh like 160 million p- uh, paid paid days off um last year and 
and they surrendered it, you know, back to the back to the companies, and it was a total, like, you know, total like fifty billion dollars. Uh, so basically, they're giving free labor to their employers. So, um, but I, you know, I, I encourage my my, my folks, my uh, my team members, my direct reports to you know to take time off, as long as the project was you know on time and that type of thing. And um, it, so it, it's just really uh, you know it's really important to to in, in enjoy life. Is there Wi-Fi on the ships? Yes, there are. The the Wi-Fi is actually pretty good because you're close to shore all the time. Uh, and so you'll 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 always pick up the you know Wi-Fi. They also have um, they have satellite technology, as well. Um, and so um, you know it's not as good as it is on land. It's, you know it could be a little slow at times based on where you are. Uh, but uh, pr- yeah, pretty much it. You have you have Wi-Fi, and there are you know, there are um, laptops available uh, for you as well. In fact, some of the uh, cruise lines uh, provide you iPads. Uh, when you go on ship uh, on the ship, and, and it basically you could do, you could kind of schedule your itinerary. You could uh, you know make reservations for dinner, or you could uh, you can make uh, reservations for some you know different uh, shore excursions. So they've really come a long way as far as technology is concerned. How should a consumer plan a river cruise? How can travelers get the most out of it? I'm thinking that something this complicated, you don't want to use one of the online uh, travel sites. Right, yeah. Um, you basically need to kind of list, um, I would say that the um, river cruising is uh, something that you really need a, a travel professional to, to actually you know, plan it out for you. Uh, I, I work with my clients and I I look at what types of um, activities they like, uh, what te- you know, what destinations that interest them, um, as well as um, you know a different you know different array of uh, like dining or or uh, you know wh- what types of vacations they like to go on. And then what I do is I I match them up with you know with the with the right uh, <clears throat> uh, cruise line uh, and an itinerary, and I put the whole thing together. Uh, and there are no fees that are charged. I get, I, we get paid by the um, by the cruise lines and the um, you know the the resorts and that type of thing. So uh, there no there's no extra there is no extra charges or fees when you go through um, a travel professional like myself. Um, and then we also you know since I've been to a lot of the destinations, um, I could provide them you know tips on you know local restaurants or um, you know different sites that that are not uh, that you know, not many people may know about, um, and also um, <clears throat> we also have clients uh, that 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 have been on that, that have been on river cruises that could also help uh, some of the other uh, fellow uh, passengers. Um, and the one thing I would recommend is um, staying in the since you already you know f- you know flew out to you know say Europe for instance um, that you know stay in a a, a town that um, that's either the, at the beginning or the end of your cruise. Uh, when I went on my Danube uh, cruise, I actually stayed in Prague for three nights, which was which was phenomenal. Uh, it was really a different and interesting uh, city. Uh, and then the cruise line uh, takes you after after your three nights, they take you to the to the river for the next, you know, and uh, then you take the the entire river cruise. Um, and then some. Actually, I, I wish I would have stayed also in Budapest because that was a, a a very very nice city. Um, uh, but the um, and then also, or you can stay in Paris or Amsterdam. Same thing in the U.S. If you're taking something in the U.S., um, I would recommend staying in New Orleans uh, prior to the cruise. Uh, 
and then take the cruise up to either Memphis or or St. Louis. And so um, that's what I would uh, that's how what I recommend to my to my clients to get the most out of a, a river cruise. What are some of the things you need to be careful about when planning and taking river cruises? I would say, um, basically, I, as, I, as I mentioned earlier, what you know, what types of um, you know destination or uh, you know historical uh, uh, things uh, interest you, um, and also you need to, when you're planning a river cruise, make sure that you. Um, you, you receive the best value for your money, and you're comparing apples with apples. Um, some cruise lines, you know, advertise, you know, these, uh, you know, you know, tr- you know tremendous specials, uh, but th- some of them don't include um, a lot of the uh, other, you know, the, every, you basically get, you know, you have to pay by, you know, pay by the drink basically, or it's a la carte, and there are extra charges. Um, and some cruise lines are all inclusive, so you, when you and what I do is I kind of, you know, put like a spreadsheet together for them and say, well, okay, if you're comparing two two cruise lines, this is what you get with, you know, cruise line A, and this is what you get with cruise line B, uh, and uh, so so that's what so, so that's what I also help my clients with is kind of, you know, work them through the maze of of choices that you know, that they have. So, um, you know, and Pinnacle Trips will will help you to do that to guide you through um, and 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 make and have the best uh, the best cruise for your you know for your money. I told you at the start of the interview before we went live that I was looking forward to this because I basically know nothing at all about river cruises. And uh-huh. I always like to be educated. And you educated me, and I thank you personally and on behalf of all of our listeners. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, before I let you go, what's the best way for people to get in touch? Okay, the best uh, way to get in touch is my website is uh, pinnacletrips.com, P-I-N-N-A-C-L-E, trips, T-R-I-P-S.com. And, um, or my, my email address is uh, frank at pinnacletrips.com. Um, I also have, as I mentioned earlier, a river cruise blog on my website, and there's uh, information about different regions uh, for river cruises as well as uh, travel tips. Uh, I'm also on social media. Uh, you can it's Pinnacle Trips. It's at you know uh, on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. Uh, and my number, my phone number is eight four five six six nine six one four nine. That's eight four five six six nine six one four nine. PinnacleTrips.com. And my name is Frank, Frank Batstone. Frank, thank you so much. I hope you'll come back on. I hope so, too. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And and as always, a special thank you to our listeners, and I'm certain Frank joins me in wishing everyone a safe and prosperous week.